You are listening to the True Lad Podcast. Hello, this is Ray Peacock, and you are listening to TLR. That is definitely true. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <clears throat> Hello. Is this already starting? Are we starting now already? We've started. <laughs> no, we're starting. We're starting with you. We're basically. <laughs> Sort of starting off where you left off, which is just a giggling wreck. <laughs> it's what you do to me every time. <sighs> I'm, I'm starting to get complex about it. Because I'm, in, in my head I'm going, oh yeah, oh that, that thick girl really fancies me. Oh, I can definitely do loads of sex with her mother. But then I think of the reality of it, which is that it'd just be you sort of sprawling around the bed laughing. Would you like me to start again? No, no, this is important that this is on part of the record. (laughs) In my head, it'd be all like really hot and and dangerous and slamming each other against walls, but the reality would be that it's like kind of fuck the Joker. (laughs) Do you think? It's possible to be sexy and funny. I don't know. Is that... I, I think so. I think you're sexy and funny. So, it's fun. Yeah, but, 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 at, but at the same time... <laughs> like, is it... Is it... Do you know what I mean? If you're in... For example, I won't give too much away about my bedroom gymnastics, but when... When I'm in that... Do you think that since you've been funny, you've got more sex? No. Nah. Oh. Well, I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't quite funny, I think. Have you always had quite a lot of sex? Just alright. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and yet, I don't know what, what is a lot? Um, I think a lot's probably like four different women a week. Four a week? Well, that would be a lot. And I think an average would be one, and I think a bad average would be one a month, and I think one every year would be prostitution. Oh yeah, I, I know some people who remain rainless who do more than that on a regular. they're just really quick at it maybe it's like a 60 second yeah one of my friends gave me a call the other day he'd um given a lift home like a girl who he works with a lift home and they'd had a bit in the lay-by on the way back he dropped her off and he called me on the way back and i was thinking if you're on that kind of you know 
one on the way home. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe it's just. Why, a, don't, why don't I tell you? I, I don't know. I have. I'm this person that all my friends tell me a lot. Sometimes too much. I think. <laughs> so. Yeah, but you say, but you say that as if that's something that you're not a party to. So, like, do you like? Do you send people texts and stuff telling them stuff about you? There's nothing to tell. I'm afraid right. my 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 sex life is, is dead. You wouldn't even text someone and say, "Oh, she's a wank." <laughs> it was once, and you really enjoyed that text. <laughs> no, it wasn't like right. it wasn't. No, but hang on though, because that that text wasn't that wasn't. It's not only once you've told me you've had a wank, <laughs> but it's only once you've told me you had a wank that was specifically allocated to me. I knew this would happen. Oh, and I, dear. And I, got, I got that. And don't, you, don't you dare edit this out, by the way. And I got that text and went, what? And I, I reread it like four times. <laughs> and she, and she just told me that she just had a wonk over me. <laughs> Absolutely horrified. I could, I could barely finish my own. <laughs> Changing the storyline after it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so what I'm saying there is that so it's not just that they're just randomly saying to you, "Oh, just done sex in LA." Like this is like probably because you tell them. <laughs> you, I'm, I'm at the late by now. I knew you would get onto dogging, you know. <laughs> yeah, you, did, we, did we talk about dogging at one point? Didn't we say? Didn't I mean in real life? Didn't you tell me that you that you liked the idea of it? <laughs> Where you're destroying me? <laughs> is that true? That is true. Isn't it? Did you say that? I mean, you that you, you wouldn't do it, but you liked the idea of it. No. <laughs> Okay, right. <laughs> no, um, I, I wouldn't do dogging. Um, I think it's quite a scary concept. Would you go dogging? We Actually, no, hang on a minute. We had a conversation with this. I said that I wouldn't go dogging, and you said you sent me a picture of five masks. That's actually how this conversation went. <laughs> I definitely didn't. Yes, you did. I definitely didn't. You're talking about your other pictures. That wasn't me. Yeah, it was. Um, so it when... wasn't. I will, listen, I will throw my hands up to every text I've sent you, rude or otherwise. I definitely didn't send you that one. Yeah, you did. Despicable Me I 2 was your latest. I particularly liked um, the, the little bit that you had that stuck on the side with the camera on. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Oh, God. So, <clears throat> apart from dogging and wanking, uh, what have you been up to recently? Anything good? Um, I'm busy. That's good. Which is nice. Uh, I've been doing... Done a radio show for Radio 4. How, how does that go? Tell me what you do on your radio well, show. It, it went really well, although the way you said that was as if it was like, 
like in the industry, it's like that'll never work. And you're going, how did that go? Did, I mean, did that work? <laughs> no, I just like from the conversations we have, and for for all the all the time that I've loved you, I just can't imagine the Radio Four listeners dealing with um, fist it and. <laughs> sounds like to me like you rejected her I reckon if you look back through Twitter she offered to show you her tits and you said no that we did together. (laughs) 
to know what to shout on the sex blocks. Um, what do you do? Uh, I am a, a sprinter, so Team GB. I do the 100 and 200 metres and, yeah, just try and run as quickly as I can. That's right. I was reading that you used to be, um, or oh, until very recently, you were a professional footballer. So I reckon yeah. you gave up um, football for athletics. Why? <laughs> uh, just, just uh, yeah, yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people ask me that, actually. It's, I'm just trying something new, really. I, I, I've, been playing, I've been playing football all my life, and I sort of got limited. Uh, but they, I got, I got offered a professional contract, but they said I wasn't allowed to go to university, and I was doing a little bit of running, like for school and stuff. And they said oh, I wasn't really allowed to do that. So I really wanted to go to uni and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I, so I stopped. I stopped playing football in January 2012 and started running. And and then luckily for me, it went. It, it didn't go too badly, so I just carried on. Yeah, you're all right at it, aren't you? <laughs> you know, that, that's, that's turned out well. And how close are you to sub-10? My, my PB's telling me, I'm getting there. I've run sub-20 for the 200 metres, but not sub, nearly sub-10, not, not quite yet. I, I, I think you're going to, though. I, I have faith. Um, no pressure. Well, thank, thank you very much. Thank <laughs> you. I'm trying to, hopefully, hopefully next season. Or the season yes, hopefully next season. Do you think um, it's one of those things where, because obviously you're quite young, um, do you think it's kind of, I mean, it's amazing, obviously, and people like Usain Bolt and everybody are saying amazing things about you. And one of the points um, he's made, which I think is very good, is to say for people not to put the pressure on you, like I just did. Um, and, um, yeah, that's, um, what, that's what he said. He, yeah. yeah, he gave me a bit of advice. He said, just keep enjoying it and just just make sure no one, no one says, no, no one has any expectations. You're 19 years old and, no one should really be telling you you should be achieving this or achieving that. You should just be enjoying it and have fun. And when you're older and you get more and more and more, and more serious, then you then you can start to, to to get that pressure. But now, there's been so many young people that have had so much talent and people have put so much pressure on them that they haven't achieved what they want to achieve. And he said he wants to see me go far. So he said, just, just chill out and just keep enjoying it, which was great for him to say. I think so. I think as well, what kind of... With, with athletics, obviously, is it is it kind of similar to football in kind of like a span of an age of career? Like, do you think kind of by sort of thirty you're looking to retire? So yeah, it... I think well, in athletics, it's, I think it's a little bit different in in the sense of it's so intense what we put our bodies through, the training mm-hmm. and like that. That I think as a footballer, you can you can probably go for a little bit longer as an athlete. Obviously, Dwayne, Dwayne is like 
I think he's 35 now, so mm. he's, 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 and he's still going very strongly, which he's very exceptional, but it's very difficult as an athlete, and I'm, as, as a 19-year-old, yeah, maybe around about that age that you just said, maybe even before that, depending on how, how my career goes, yeah, then hopefully, yeah, maybe, maybe I'll retire around about that age. So would you say that really kind of for you, um, I'm trying to kind of gauge. So, what kind of age are you when you really want to be like at the peak? Is it like for you? Are you kind of thinking? Think, yeah, you're probably around about 25, 26. Yeah. When you're, at, when you're at your peak, maybe yeah, around. So I've still got maybe two Olympic cycles, maybe in me before I, I, I. So maybe even not be at my peak at Rio and then mm. Tokyo 2020. Maybe that's when I'll be up there. But who knows? Who knows? And do you have like a, is there kind of like with training and things? Because I was quite interested when I've, I've got, I've been really lucky to get to know quite a lot of Olympians and Paralympians and it sounds like a really stupid thing to say, but I kind of had never taken on board the massive difference between running and sprinting and how technical it is and like how they break down every kind of 10 metres and, and all that. Is it, how different is it for you from the training from football? Oh, it's, trust me, what you just said is exactly how, when I first came into the sport, I was like, they were like, yeah, sprinting, I was like, oh, let's get from there to there as quickly as possible, it's not, it's not mm. hard, there's no technique involved, but literally, like, you start to break down every step that you do, technically-wise, like, you, draw, you come out of the blocks, and you drive fading, and you, your, your acceleration, and then your transition, and then your in-flight running, and <laughs> the end of your race, it's ridiculous, complicated it is to get from one point to another, efficiently, but yeah, it's very technical. So it's not. It's, it's like like you said, like yourself. I was exactly the same. I, I used to think. Good. Oh. <laughs> I thought I was being yeah, really stupid. But <laughs> <laughs> obviously, completely to the same thing. And I was sort of um, one of the things we're going to do because we've got an online TV channel. Um, they're going to teach me. I'm going to spend some time with several of them. They're going to teach me to sprint. And they were saying about how it's high knees and stuff like that. And I was thinking like. You must, you sort of like, I was trying to kind of get into my brain. Over 100 metres, to break down each kind of 10 or, or 20, to think about the high knees, the this, the that, the start, like the mental pressure must be yeah, it, it, it is very intense. It happens so quickly as well. And if you make 100 metres, especially if you make one mistake, yeah. race over, race over. You can't, you can't come back against the top class field. So, yeah, oh, that's awesome. You're going to teach you to sprint. <laughs> And Andy's going to teach me to hurdle, so... <laughs> Andy Turner, yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be cool, that'd be brilliant. And Dan's going to teach that's... me to throw a discus, um, oh, so... <laughs> it will be a... <laughs> it will be quite an experience. I, I keep... Um, I mock him, though, because I, um, I was county champion when I was younger at discus, and I'd never thrown before, I just turned up, and I used to sprint, and I used to relay, and they said to me... Um, you know, like, we need someone to do the discus. I didn't even know what it was. And I turned up my three, the, the champion thing. So I've said to him, you know, clearly, I'll probably have a few techniques for him. So <laughs> it would be quite a good laugh. So, it could be awesome and you could have a career change. Well, I, I keep thinking. When I, I've sat down and um, I was, I've been helping um, several people try and get sponsorship recently. And when I've sat down and worked it all out, and I thought to myself, actually, I'm going to be an athlete. I could go to Diamond Leagues and get money. <laughs> travel the world I should do this I wouldn't rule that out <laughs> yeah. I don't know what my uh, what my sport will be yet but you never know I think I definitely think I've got a I've got a shot you know I'm confident <laughs> so. relay can probably teach us a couple of a little bit <laughs> <laughs> yeah I 
said I felt so bad because it's the only time I've ever said to James before the relay, do not drop the baton. I, I never normally say that to him. I was just yeah. like, oops. Oh, I was a bit stressed, but it's one of those things. I think it is. And I think people think to themselves, you know, fundamentally it's the easiest thing in the world to pass a button around the track, but they don't understand oh, that. It's so difficult, believe me, it's so, at such a high speed and under pressure as well. It's, it's, it's ridiculously difficult and I think people take it for advantage how because my kind of understanding because obviously um, this year I've become like an athletics obsessive <laughs> that's what I'm going to say um, to learn all these things and I, as far as I worked out it's because you have to overstretch in order to cut down kind of make up for the speed that you don't have that Jamaicans have and in overstretching you've got a, a split second yeah yeah we, we don't have four guys that run under 10 was amazing like I, I just yeah. keep saying to anyone who hates on it go to Birmingham watch the Birmingham one that one was good <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. that was a good one so I think that would be really amazing what about um other than kind of obviously when you're not on the track because how does that work then how much time off do you get in a year It is really, isn't it? Because I was sort of thinking, you know, do you get winter yeah. off? Do you get to sit and eat carbs and get fat and then you have to go back? No, I'm gonna, um, I plan on getting very fat. So, <laughs> so at the moment, eating a lot, a lot of food, a lot of, a lot of junk food. Uh, yeah. What do you like doing when you're not kind of running? Like, do you have like a... For me, like music's my entire thing. Like when I'm not working, yeah. like, I'm doing music. So what's your kind of thing? I'm, I'm, I'm very similar. I, I, I like chilling out with my mates. I've, I play a bit of a... I play a bit of guitar and stuff like that. I like to go, and a lot of my friends play a bit, quite a lot of music. So I go and just have a little chill with them, jump for a bit, and then it's really just socialise. That's, that's the main thing because I don't. And an athlete, and a lot of them are away from for uni. It can be quite a lonely place. You go to the track and you come home, and, and that's if you want to be serious, that's the only thing you really do. So I just try and catch up with them as much as I can, and yeah, like I said, just chill out and just get my mind off of running and have fun. We should do a song. Let's do a song. Yeah, definitely. definitely, definitely. <laughs> we'll do we'll do we'll do an Adam rap. So when you go running, like it'll be your your like tune. You know, like boxers have like a coming on song. A little collaboration, yeah, a little thing to win. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be hilarious. Um, we should definitely do that. You do things at the moment when you're going to schools, yeah? Yes, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to go to like maybe a hundred primary schools around the country um, before the Rio Olympics to, to talk to kids and I think I've, I've done it at like 30 at the moment I'm, I'm still trying to still trying to rack that number up and I think as a, as a kid when you I think just people remember being in primary school and having a, a visitor come out come in to talk to them and like even when I was in school we had a, we had an extra from Harry Potter like it's, yeah. no one, it's no one famous or anything but <laughs> it just stuck it just stuck me because I thought it was the I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. And I think 
if I can if I can make an impression on, on kids and trying to promote the sport then hopefully we can have a lot more young young guys involved in sport, even if it's not athletics, involved in something. And that'll be so great for like the future and stuff so that's yeah, what, that's so, what I'm trying to do. And, and it's, I think that maybe schools need to sort of bring back... I was very lucky where I went to school. We had a fantastic sports day and my entire life was sport when I was younger. So it was yeah. brilliant. But I think the kind of competitive sports days and the whole... You know, and even how much PE's done in a week and, and things like that and sports science. I mean, I know there's sports science degrees, but you sort of feel it's something that needs to be worked in from a younger age. I think that that's... Um, oh, uh, yeah. It's you know, not as big as it, as big as it used to be, I think away with it a bit more and it's not and it's as enforced and it, it maybe it maybe should be that I, as you said sports day I was in school sports day was, was the best thing ever so more yeah, sport we want more sport exactly. more sport <laughs> and for anybody who wants to kind of talk to you online where where can they find you uh, well I'm on I'm on Twitter and Facebook at the moment I'm, my Twitter is Adam Adam underscore Jamelian and my Facebook is just my name Adam Jamini as well but yeah I, I, anyone that has any questions or anything like that then they can just tweet me and I'll definitely 100% answer, answer, answer anyone that, that messages me so yeah that's how, that's how people can find me and I've noticed that you've got quite a, a female following these days how are you dealing with it? <laughs> <laughs> no 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 you me embarrassed now uh, no, I, I have great, great, um, great people that support me, and, and I, I'm so grateful to all of them for for the support they give, and they're all they're all awesome. They're all awesome. Yeah, that was that was very diplomatic. Yeah. <laughs> well, well dealt with. <laughs> you see, it's good. It's good. Attractive athletes are good because it means um, it makes the sport more appealing. You know, <laughs> I reckon there'll be more tickets starting to be sold. That's what I reckon. <laughs> I think that personally that exercise is as much to do with mentality as anything else you can do and so what yeah. would you kind of say to anyone who perhaps isn't into exercising what do you think is like a good thing to be doing I think exercise of any form is, is obviously great and it obviously there's, it's scientifically, scientifically proven that it makes you happier it, it, it reduces it, it releases like endorphins and stuff that make you that make you happy and, and, and appreciate life and sociable and anything like that so even athletics like I'm going to promote my sport but athletics there's so many events you can choose from there's something for everyone if you like running throwing jumping which are the, which are the basics of any sort of sport even walking there's a there's a walking event which is which is great so just just try it and, and I guarantee you will fall in love with it because it is it is brilliant and what about with, with like, you know, because you're so fast at 100, have you ever thought about then doing the hurdles? The hurdles? I'm not flexible enough for the hurdles, unfortunately. <laughs> I would definitely be pulling, pulling hamstrings all over the place. <laughs> but no, that, yeah, the, those guys can, are, are super stretchy, so it's, you see them train and the hurdles are like unbelievably high, so to think how they get over them at such speed, it's, it's, it's quite awesome, really. I think it's, it's one of the, it's, it's one of my favourite events to watch, watching the ones and hurdles. What do you think's the toughest event? Who do you think's like got? Toughest. Yeah. Like... Ooh, training wise, training wise, I think I think sprinting is very intense, but in terms of volume, the four hundred or the eight hundred, yeah. just like just like a sprint the whole way around. It's those guys, they they get lactic acid every single day, and it's it's not it's not fun. So yeah, probably those ones. 
and, and did you see how amazing that Martin Rooney was? I was like, yes! Oh, he smashed it, he smashed it, absolutely <laughs> smashed it in, um, in Boston, I think, I think it was Boston. Yeah, it was, yeah. In UK leading time, so I'm, Yeah, he's nice, isn't he? We we had an interview the other week. I think he's a really good guy. Really yes, you all are though. I mean, that's the thing. I get to interview everybody from major movie stars to music people to, and I must say that I've kind of remained friends with everybody I've interviewed at the Athletics. Like they've all been and the Paralympics, yeah. they've all been lovely. Yeah, you don't, you don't get you don't get too many. You can't really statistically win an Athletics because, like I said, it's not a huge sport and everyone sort of knows each other and it, it's cool. But yeah, people I've not met anyone in Athletics that I think. This is McLean, and you are listening to TLR. Hey, thanks for joining us today. No problem. So, for anyone who doesn't know, what is it that you do? I am a singer-songwriter. I think um, for me, uh, you you did you were kind of known as Digger before you were known as McLean. I think some people would yeah. kind of of know that. What do you think for you has been like your biggest single so far? Uh, the biggest, the, um, I mean, the one that sold the most is my name that went um, top ten. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, as far as I say popularity it would have to be broken I think in my, that's in my opinion I mean that is the song that has um, got the most attention as far as I can see it's like one of them songs that has never since it leaked onto the internet it's never really died now and I still get messages from people up to today saying how much they love it and they want more like you and how it's touched them and influenced them and it means so much to them and stuff. So um, I would say that is the, the biggest song I've done so far. I think so. I think your acoustic version of Broken is amazing. I think that is probably... It's, it's, I think lyrically as well, it's one of the best songs ever. <laughs> so, you know, no, 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 uh, no pressure there to write another one. <laughs> I think that that's the trouble, isn't it? I think that when you write something that's truly unique and brilliant, then it's like, where do you go from there? It's, um, yeah, you know, I mean, I just try and carry on, do what I do. Hopefully, another one of them will, will spill out of me. But if not, then. I'm happy that I have that. It's um, it's something that can never be taken away, and I'm glad that so many people like it and uh, are touched by it. Did you ever actually formally release like an acoustic version of it? I don't know. You did, did you? It was just like a. No, no. It was never actually officially released mm. any version. It was um, I shot a video for it, but um. I never actually released it. It was on a couple of compilations, but I never had an official release date. 
Let's release it. <laughs> Let's do oh, it. I know. <laughs> like I say, people are always saying this to me, even like recently. Yeah. And and I am in two minds because it's it was such a long time ago. Mm. I feel like maybe it's time to just move on from that. But at the same time, maybe. It would be a mistake to not at least have it on the album. I think particularly, like, the acoustic, I think it's just one of those songs as well that just doesn't need anything else with it. You know, I think it's that strong. And it's kind of, I guess, I always think it's a real problem when you release a song like that because it's if you lose the power of the song in making it into a video and into, like, a mastered track. Yeah. You know, I think it's really, it's the rawness that kind of makes that. It's it's an amazing thing. So, I mean... There's a, there's a good a good possibility that it will, it will make it onto the album. Good. I'm excited. Like a hidden track. You have to go and find it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. I just slot it in between like three and four. <laughs> so you have to download the whole thing to find it. Yeah. <laughs> what, uh, what about with your new single coming up? What What's kind of... What are you doing now? Is it kind of different? Is it much the same? No, I mean... Who would you most like to work with? I would. Oh, there's so many people, but um, I've always dreamt of working with Mary J. Blige. Yeah, she's amazing. That would be like a dream come true. People sort of say that, you know, the old R&B, there's no one kind of doing that anymore. Like, do you think that's true or do you think that there is sort of new old R&B? <laughs> um, there wasn't for a long time. Mm. Kind of listen to um, most. Um, I mean, I listen to all different stuff, so um, I wouldn't say I listen to anyone most. And as well, I'm one person I like. I like songs, mm. but I don't really latch onto artists so much. But I mean, R. Kelly is like the king of R&B, yeah, so I would have to definitely say him. What about Donnell Jones? Do you ever listen to Donnell Jones? Donnell Jones, yes. Donnell Jones. One of his albums is in my absolute top top five R&B albums of all time. Where I want to be. Yeah, and he's back with like a new album at the moment. So. He's 
Okay. Yeah. Is there anyone at the moment you kind of listen to? Um, I heard the other day, uh, you know Jermaine Riley? Yeah. And uh, Cherry V mm. have got together and made a, a group. And their single is really good. They've just released a video. It's called Skyline. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, and, um, yeah, I'm loving that. You're bringing R&B back. Like bringing sexy back yeah. on its R&B. <laughs> I reckon uh, Drake's new track is kind of, it's very much more R&B, isn't it? It's kind of, um, I quite like it actually, because I know a lot of people are quite harsh. Yeah, I think it's one of those as well, it's like a grower, you know, when you've listened to it a few times, you're like, actually, I can't stop thinking about this song. <laughs> and I think I think Drake's someone who's very kind of um, sometimes he does things that I think are really just for him because sometimes I think it's quite hard to sort of love some of the stuff he does and then other times he does something I think God that's really good you know he's a real yeah I totally agree I totally agree uh, sometimes he and I mean he's an amazing rapper mm. I think so, and I think you can't, you know, you can't speak to all of the people all of the time. So, exactly. if you're speaking to people and getting a, any reaction, then you're hitting the right line, aren't you? Because I think if it's too commercial, I mean, someone like, I mean, they're lovely guys. Like Flowrider is a really nice guy, but like when his stuff is like, um, it's so samey. You know, you can yeah. buy it. You know, you can dance to it. You know, you're gonna like exactly. it. But you don't. to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And I think the trouble with that is I don't think I could relay one single line from any of his songs because I don't really listen to it. <laughs> so, he's not a he's not a beated poet, is he? So, <laughs> and yet at the same time, I always listen to what he does and think, how does he do that? Because it's like, and I think, wow, okay. If you kind of, I don't know. And he's actually like a really great person. He's really funny and all that kind of stuff. And I sort of think like, what a shame that he's so commercial. Like. Go and do something. One day he'll come with some like Ricky Ross stuff, and we'll be like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> like, you sort of you never think of him. Like I just never ever. It's a bit like Pitbull, no. you know. Pitbull just appears. Like and, Pitbull, yeah. 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 <laughs> you sort of who are they? What do they do? I don't even know his real yeah. name. That's ridiculous. No. You know, uh-huh. it's a really different kind of fame, like, isn't it? It's a real kind of. It's yeah. it's about making money rather than making music. Exactly. Yeah, and I, I kind of, I've been a lyricist for years and I've been really lucky to work with a lot of great people and sometimes, well no, not sometimes, a lot of the time the best things I do and the best people I work with are the less known people who do it because they're never going to switch for a commercial deal, you know, they just do what they do and some of those people are like, wow, and I think... Um, I think eventually with YouTube and, and the internet, I think music will massively change because people don't download an album anymore because they download whichever songs they want. And I think if the album's a story straight through, it, it's really changing 
how people are doing stuff and I think people like Beyonce and all the rest of them every song is a commercial generic hit because yeah. otherwise they don't download it so it's pushing people to be more well it's generic it's all the same isn't it and I think that yeah. someone's going to come with something that's going to kind of bring really? back yeah. yeah I feel that yeah I feel that it's, it's coming mm. I feel that over the last few years, people have been hearing these same generic albums and singles and and saying that we want more of this yeah. old school style, but obviously new music and new topics or new, and new artists, but with that feeling that you used to get when you used to listen to music and um yeah and i think there's a few people that are that are gonna bring it back uh, i'm definitely gonna try and be one of them and I think it's about having, like for me, I miss buying an album. I miss having it in my hand. I miss knowing they thank God that they wrote, they dedicate, you know, like I miss the lyrics. <laughs> like, you know, I, I think that there's no, getting an album used to be getting something, you know, used to wait for the release of like, like you say, where I want to be. And you'd sit there with the box and you'd look at the artwork and it was a whole thing. And now it's just like, oh, Drake's got a new song, download. Couldn't even tell you what the album cover looks like. Couldn't even tell you what the, and I think it's, it, it's taking away, and I think the trouble with all the reality and, and all of the social networking and stuff is it's taking away the kind of the mystique and the kind of magic of all of these things. It's all too kind of out there, isn't it? And I think that, um, like, the quality is just not there. You know, it's like hit factories. It's like bashing out a new song every week. You know, it's not the same. Go in the studio, make the journey, write the album. It's not coming from... Yeah. And one of the things that frustrates the life out of me is that there are people who aren't, say, lyrically as strong as me, but their work will... They don't want to pay a lyricist. They don't want to pay someone who can write because they can get away with saying, you know, I went to the shop and it was a flop and, you know, then we went, what? Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> people still buy yeah. it. And it's like the intellect, like the intelligent ears have gone. It's like, what's happened? It's become like, you know... Yeah. Nobody speaks to you through a song anymore. It's just... <laughs> you know, I want intelligent music back. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm pleased you're coming back. So when will the single be out and where can people get it? I want to say mid-November. Mm-hmm. And it'll be out on all um, major... It'll be out for downloads on iTunes and Amazon and all the, the usual download sites. Anywhere where you can pay for it, you can get it. And don't yeah. don't download it illegally because you'll get a virus. And it's like getting yeah, kind I'll of viral chlamydia. Add a virus <laughs> yeah. into all downloads, illegal download links. Yeah. Point. Your computer's going to get the clout if you illegally download yeah. it. <laughs> And no one will like be your friend anymore, and all your all your kind of like Skype chats will just be riddled yeah. with herpes. All your Twitter contacts. <laughs> How devastating would you be? Imagine that. Wake up and your Twitter is deleted. Oh. Ah. <laughs> what will be over? Post pictures to all your friends on Facebook. All of those private pictures you have on your phone will become visible. <laughs> That would be devastating. <laughs> Tag a friend. Nice. So, what about, oh yeah, mention your Twitter out as well. Where can people find you online? Uh, my uh, Twitter is at 
Twitter is uh, twitter.com forward slash McLean Artist. Mm-hmm. Um, my Facebook is McLean Official. And YouTube is McLean Official also. And if you haven't heard it, you have to go on his YouTube and listen to The Acoustic Are Broken. It's a personal favourite of mine. Can't even have company Nobody can talk to me I messed up all it I find myself doing Is drowning in my memories I hate you for doing this to me I'm so in agony Look at this state of me Left it broken You said you'd never leave Look what you've done to me Left it broken, broken, broken Never thought I'd be this low down in my life I swear I'm broken, broken Every day I wish that it was me to die